But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live, sort of. I'm very dead right now. <laughs> from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. Chopping it up from the custom cabinet creations sports desk. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is. It is Nick. It is a packed house uh, with all of us in here. Uh, how was everybody's 4th of July weekend? I know for some reason I'm starting to feel... What was it? Lethargic. The word of the day is lethargic. <laughs> I, but I went Definitely to the gym, lethargic. so I had like a really good workout too. Maybe I'm just like on the way, like cruising downtown. Anyway, how was your weekend? You have a good Fourth of July. I weekend? had a very good weekend. I uh, went to AC, lost I a little bit that. of money, an impromptu AC trip. The sports book at I think it's Wild West, bro. The TV's there. It's like fifty. It's like sixty yards wide. Got to go to Wild West and watch some football Sunday this year. No doubt about it. Oh, okay. Place a little wager and you know see what happens from there. Instant payouts, ladies and gentlemen, or instant loss of money and funds. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm glad you enjoyed AC. Uh, did you do anything for the actual fourth yesterday? Yeah, we went to my sister Roxanne's barbecue. Roxanne! It was me and Ashmere fit. Uh, painted the town. I guess you could say Ash drank a bunch of. Um, Pina coladas, courtesy of if me. Like I was the bartender making pina coladas. I regretted that early because as soon as you make one, then everyone's like, oh, I want one. Uh, and bro, and then I you made have like the experience and like, drinks. oh, he's good at Not it. Not a good situation, but all together it was fun. I am the two time horse champion at my sister's barbecue. I'm not one to to shoot jumpers, but let me tell oh, you, bro. I thought you was about to say I'm you not lower, one to brag. You lower that rim to about eight or nine feet, and I become fucking <laughs> Steph Curry. So, full disclosure, the, the rim was lowered, and I was putting on a show. All right, all um, right. I did my uh, re uh, rejuvenated my uh, pool basketball career yesterday. Um, still proving to everybody and the world that I'm the greatest pool basketball player Dave, of all time. Dave called me out into to play pool basketball. He thinks I want to bump uglies with him. That's not a pool. I, I don't care what you want to bump. I'm just I'll dunk on you and. It, yeah. Yeah, just, I know, but you know, and like, you'll find yourself like picture, picture, like, picture, and I'm just like picture, picture, like, picture Dave backing me down in the pool. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna happen, eventually. and then stop picturing that because it's <laughs> never gonna happen. I'm never gonna be backed down by Dave. In, oh in the pool. man! Anyway, so a great weekend for me as well. Um, I did celebrate my daughter's third birthday. I was a rager over at the uh, Arthur Lewis Park. It was great, bro. Like, first of all, Splash Park for the kids. Uh, you know, just the biggest park you've ever seen. It's it's not biggest, but it was definitely a very cool time. I had the friends and family really over there. Big. It is a big park. It's it is a very big park, park, but it's got a lot of shit. It's got like okay, it's got a lot of. It's got the the, the water thing. It. It's got like the swing set. It's got a zip line. Like it's got a beach volleyball. Oh, really? It's got. Where is this? Uh, Greenbrook. I'm gonna be. I have to go there now because Ash is swear watching, and she's. We have swear a to date God, for my the, dad. Uh, my dad looked park. at the place and he's like, "Okay, next year, Chop Sports Barbecue is here." Be like, "Are you allowed to get a drinking permit uh, if you live in Greenbrook?" So I'll just no. live in Greenbrook for the yeah. day. But anyway, it was uh, it was a great time. Uh, I had a great time. I saw some family. My mom was there. Oh, my mom's in the chat right now. So uh, great time over at the party. Um, yesterday was another pool day, bro. Anybody else uh, Stranger Things fan? Anyone? Did you finish? Oh, I, f I finished it as soon as that shit dropped. Damn. I was I went in, in the hard in the paint on Saturday for the first episode of the two. And then I went in yesterday for the two and a half hour banger. And I'm like, I got done with it. And I'm like, 
come on, you know, like, yeah. I just wanted more, and it was uh, great. Well done, well done. Best season of Stranger Things. I will, I will ever. say this: it has skyrocketed to my favorite show of all. Yeah, time. it's up there, man. You have the not re- watched the recency it? bias is insane. In I mean, everybody's right like now. now playing that song, like that's like the top Look, song downloaded. I have, my, I have no, not seen it. I have not seen it. And I will go on the record and say I won't see it because I know that it's slightly. Scary. It's an intimidating. It is. Show. This one is well, a very science fiction. Gives me. It, it gives great. me Nightmare on Elm good. Street vibes. Hard. Oh, 100%. Um, and uh, it was great. I, I loved it. it. It's a very good a, show. Go pro- check it out. I have enough problems. I do not need to worry about walking <laughs> down into my basement show. to do laundry. Such a great yeah. Show. No. It, it was uh, good. Fear good for my so, life. Imagine that. If you want to support Chop Sports, you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports. That will uh, do us a solid, a three, five, ten dollar variety. I have, uh, appreciate everybody who's come on board. Uh, every month we get that email of people just, you know, more people coming on board. So very, very grateful for that. It helps us out very much. Ten dollar episode, uh, $10 Dynasty members will start to get some new content. We're actually, I think we're going, are we going Thursday to Kyle's to do a couple things over I think there? We, yeah, 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 we're going to go to Kyle's on Thursday. Welcome to the cap house baby yeah the cap house starts on thursday commercials yeah i think we're gonna do a nice little trailer ski um and then release that to the world i know kyle's pumped about it the beavers pumped about it everybody's pumped about it over there so it'll be a good time imagine that before you know it this whole weekend comes and goes and there's actually sports to talk about just a little bit not a lot but it really wasn't a lot this is the time of year where it's like oh you gotta like Pull Got to figure it out. Yeah, figure, it, figure out, it out, Because you next like week's... Hockey. Start, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> start, <laughs> at the same time. Starting next Monday, we're going to start to cover 32 teams. Um, in, in, in not, 32 not, shows. I thought we were doing... Are we skipping Fridays because of fantasy? We're doing four and then... 32 teams in 40 shows. <laughs> there you go. So something we're going to be covering the effect. NFL finally as we start. We'll get into it later. You did some mock drafts over the weekend. So interesting stuff. We'll talk about it later. But Gooch, the rundown. Please yes. inform right, the masses. So Dave did say there was sports this weekend, and there, in fact, was. Not much, but there was a lot of NBA news as usual. So getting right into it, Darius Garland receives a five-year, $193 million deal from the Cavs. That is the rookie max. That is another... Uh, Segret another of the layer max of this situation. Max stuff. So uh, the Blazers are set to offer Dame Lillard. Dame has been the forgotten guy this offseason and really all last season uh, because of the injury situation in Portland not playing well. But Dame's set to get a two-year, hundred-plus million-dollar extension that would take effect after this season. But obviously, Dame's representatives are saying they need to see something more this offseason to get him to sign that extension. So Dame might be a trade candidate if he doesn't get a deal done this summer. <coughs> um, Next. Rudy Gobert traded to the Timberwolves for a lot. All right. They had three first rounders unprotected. <laughs> COVID Rudy. We, we're all here for you, COVID buddy. COVID Rudy. Go ahead. And uh, speaking of the Timberwolves, they are one of eight teams that I saw that were interested in the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. <sighs> eight teams. That's correct. So if uh, Rudy Gobert was able to haul, get a haul for three first rounders that are unprotected plus a player, I'm curious to know what the KD haul is going to be. So just to get into some teams, obviously the aforementioned T-Wolves, the Raptors, the Heat, the Celtics, the Blazers, Utah, Phoenix, and none other than the Golden State Warriors. That is what? correct. The Golden State Warriors have oh, expressed interest God. in the reuniting with Kevin Durant. Please. But at this point, if you're an NBA GM and you're not doing due diligence to throw your hat in that ring then you're not doing Except your job. For the so Knicks, it's you KD. You well, the Knicks that. have no shot. They don't have the assets. Truth they don't. be told. They, you're right. The, um, the package, which we'll talk about later, we'll get into what the package might have to be for these players. Mm. Um, there was a fight this weekend. That's what I went to AC for, to watch UFC 276. 
Overall lackluster card. Both champions retained. Rather boring, both fights. Um, Alex it. Pereira did knock the snot out of Sean Strickland. <laughs> Sean made a name for himself on the mic prior to. It's a shame that he didn't live up to the... Uh, what, what had happened was. Yeah, what had happened was. <laughs> and Sugar Show, another one that's all about the pre-fight gimmick. He did look good in his fight. I'll give that, I'll give that to him. But there was an... So the old Molary and Curly. Inadvertent <laughs> eye poke. So a lot of this happens with Sugar Show is um, there's a, a hype and a buildup. Either opponent pulls out and he fights some scrub or something bad happens in the fight and... We just been left with bad taste in our mouth every time Sugar Show fights. Nonetheless, I think he should move on and fight a better guy because it looked like he had control over that fight. We'll get into it. Um, in the NFL, old Dell Beckham Jr. revealed that he played the back end of last season on no ACL. No, I'm not. Didn't. I'm not sure if that's no, he didn't. real no, he didn't. or not. No, he did I'm not. waiting for one of the team doctors to come out and call his bluff or, no or not for that matter. <laughs> um, but I hope hopefully he gets one. Back. A new ACL? Because oh. I, I wouldn't mind Odell coming to Green Bay. Um, I'm not sure if anybody watched the video this week of Debo Samuel that's going viral. Bro, denied that little kid? So Debo denied Piece a little kid garbage. the autograph. And, and the first reaction and initial reaction that I had as well was, let me share this out. And I didn't share it. I actually didn't. Because I didn't know the story. And I'm glad I didn't. You sent it to me. I sent it to people. But, that but was I didn't it. put it on the story and put Debo on blast like the rest of the world did. Yeah, you know, we're worried about his because feelings. <laughs> understand this. Debo did a camp. For 400-plus people, it was Debo's camp. And disclaimer in the camp is that everyone's going to get an autographed picture of Debo, but he cannot sign personalized items. There was over 400 kids there. This kid broke the rules and asked, which is fine. Shoot but your shot, kid. Shoot your shot. But yeah. understanding that Debo, if he signs one, that's not fair to everybody else. How would I understand? Life's maybe, not fair. Maybe, you, you, maybe Debo hit him up after and, and might have made it right. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll see a story on that. Probably but I'm not. not gonna. I'm not gonna dog Debo over this one because he was ultimately doing a good thing for the people. Mm. And it's a shame that this video is the one that gets shown because overall, I'm pretty sure every kid there had a great experience. Um, Miles Sanders running his mouth much like Vince Young did with the previous Philadelphia Eagles. All-star team. Dream and, team. And <laughs> um, A.J. Brown pumped the brakes on that immediately, and he came out and said, look, we, we got his back, but pump the brakes. We have to go out there, strap up, and do this thing. So good on A.J. Brown for coming in and pumping the brakes on what I think is going to be a successful Eagle season in terms of last year's standards. Dave might not agree with me. And over into the miscellaneous world of sports, we're going to call ah, sports he's, in quotation he's marks, sports here. is that this Joey is Chestnut, I think he won his 49th straight hot dog eating contest, but... There's a caveat here. He did it with a broken foot or a broken leg on crutches. <laughs> My dad asked if he did lunatic, it eating hot dogs. Some lunatic crazy person that decided it would be a good thing to rush the stage stood in front of Joey Chestnut. Was this mid-hot dog eating? Or was yes. this like celebrating? Yeah. So mid-gorging Bro, his disgusting face like, with Darth disgusting Vader. hot dogs. And Joey Chestnut manages to yoke this dude up and... Slam him out of the... We, I, I don't even know. He snatched his, he soul. snatched his soul. The guy disappeared. Like, I didn't even oh, see no, security. another... No, but, like, he was gone from that moment. I didn't even... I don't know. Maybe, maybe it wasn't real. shut off, but he just ghosted this glitch in the dude. Matrix. So, Joey Chestnut, his legend continues to grow, even though he did underperform in terms of Joey Chestnut standards. Now, was the over-under hit? No. It was not. All I right. believe the over-under was 75. Let me circle back to... Which is to uncomfortably it. weird. Oh, circle back to Joey Chestnut so for a second, gross. because... Like, how America was it that somebody tried to protest some during something, like, on national TV? First of all, this guy came burrowing in. Like, he just, like, just bulldozed his way, shoved Joey Chestnut over to the side. Joey Chestnut, who you say, not an athlete, could potentially have a yu background of some variation. He snatched that dude up so fast and 
choked him out. And yes, he disappeared out of nowhere. But I'm thinking to myself, like, like, what is this shit going to stop? Like the people in the NBA trying to glue themselves to the court. Like my bonus mom, Barry, let me know on somebody that tried to um, tried to do something to the Van Gogh, the original Van Gogh. Did you hear this story? Yeah, they smeared a piece of cake on glass. Cool. Yeah, but like supposedly, <laughs> like, like they did it on the um, on the on the frame. Like not even like the Van Gogh. No, paint. no, that's like, what I'm saying, bro. Like if you're gonna go in, bro, go in. This thing is in a. You, you're not gonna get to the Van Gogh. What do you, nobody does? Not even Nicolas Cage. You have to. <laughs> that's fucking, first of all, it's the Declaration of Independence. Same shit, different <laughs> toilet, right? So there's like an airtight glass outside it's of airtight great. glass with bulletproof glass. Like so, they smeared it on like the fifth layer of glass outside the Van Gogh, or the Mona Lisa, <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Did Van Gogh paint the Mona Lisa, or was that Da Vinci? Pretty sure it was Da Vinci. Yeah. Van Gogh's the one who sent the ear in the mail. Something like that. I feel like you would do something like that. I wouldn't. Here's my ear. I wouldn't, Dave, but <laughs> I value my, my extremities. Uh, yeah, anyway, all of them. Um, anyway, yeah, so the Joey Chestnut thing was funny. Uh, we'll touch on the UFC in a second. We'll touch on the, the NBA in a second. There was something else. I do want to uh, give a shout to the Mets for weathering the storm because tonight is Max night. It's Scherzer's return. They went 50 and 30 right now. Three and a half game lead. So they're getting one of their reinforcements back. My biggest concern is, what is what is like, Degrom right? Could be could be the best pitcher in baseball when healthy. What's he doing going out there pitching single A, double A ball, and throwing fucking heaters? I'm talking 99 to 100, and people are bragging about it online. Like, did you see his first pitch? Did you see that? I'm just like, wait, isn't this why you're there? Brag because you're adocious. Brag away, no, no, no. bro. You're throwing you, heat. If at he fucking- wants to be a sustainable pitcher in the league for the rest of his life, he needs to just drop the miles per hour. A smidge. Do not overpower. You're going to wind up right back on the shelf, bro. When we're talking and about, I'm only talking as a uh, you know optimistic. Hope the Mets do okay. When we're guy. talking about the elite talent of a guy like Jacob Degrom. I remember sitting there thinking the same thing about Verlander 14 years ago, and the guy's going to win the AL Cy Young probably. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like Degrom knows exactly what he's doing. I feel like he might mm. even be ready right now to go. But the Mets are being smart. Finally. But right? why is he overpowering his pitches against single A guys that are not going to touch half his 95 miles? Would you, would you say that? Cool. I don't know. I, I would, I would I, just calm I, down. I, I'm just going to sit here and say that he wants to show people that he's ready. And I don't know if that that him throwing 100 miles an hour, like DeGrom looks like he's not trying. He has one of those effortless deliveries where. I agree. But again, he's going to wind up right back to where he is if he wants to keep overpowering. I'm going to. You got to find some stuff. Gonna, You're not Ricky Vaughn. You got another pitch. Gonna, you got to figure something I'm out. I'm going to go ahead and just concede on this one and say you know what DeGrom knows more than we we do about of course of course of course and my thing is more concern is Mad Max when he went and did his rehab stint he got everyone airpods he bought seven thousand dollars worth of dinner he he bought seven thousand dollars spread each day that he was there pitching so my question for Jake is are you going (laughs) to One up your boy Max, or are you going to go in there and cheapskate the shit out of it? Because I think it's a good thing to do. And you're setting the bar here, Max. Max is going to come back and probably strike out 10 in his return. So you spent 10 grand a day, right? And then you strike out 10. Jake, 100 miles an hour, but I didn't hear the feel good story yet, bro. Mike Salerno coming in off a squeaky bump time podcast. He comes in, you run a greater risk of injury if you change things up now. Like a hundred percent, like hundred times over. If he all of a sudden is like starts to throw over yeah. uh, underpowering stuff, you can throw your arm out again. All I'm saying is this is what got him here in the first place. You know, all the tears and everything that he's doing. Just remember, folks, I'm not like a doctor, but the human body is actually not supposed to throw a baseball like that. I don't know if anybody knows that, but it's supposed to be underhand as far as rotation. Going over the top like that over and over and over again for your career will shorten that shit if you are the 
most overpowering pitcher in baseball. All I'm saying is I would like to see DeGrom come back. I would like to see him be effective. I would like them to see the Mets in the goddamn World Series. The only way you're going to get there if you're healthy. If I'm, so, if I'm Jake, I'm healthy. throwing that fucking heat, baby. <laughs> I'm sure most Mets fans heat. are going to agree with you, and I'm, I'm cool with that. But I'm just saying, like, I just think that just take a chill pill, bro. We all know you're the greatest. Going right now. We know. Just relax. That's anyway. hilarious, Kyle. Wait, wait, hold up. So Dave's not a doctor? I'm not a doctor. I, I just play one on TV. <laughs> so, anyway, to UFC 276 last night or Saturday night. I lose track of days. I forget today's even Tuesday at this point. Um, Adesanya gets the win. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of, we'll, we'll talk about all the undercard stuff and not undercard, but like other fights in a second. But Adesanya goes in there, uh, puts on the show that he puts on. And when I say show, it was more like a, you know, an infomercial at this point. It's like, it's not very entertaining. The more entertaining thing to me was his entrance. He comes out to the Undertaker's theme song. He's got the urns, he's got the hat. It looks awesome. But then there's guys like Hawaii Mike out there and there's people like that are shaking their fists at the clouds. Like when it rains, like, ah, this is ruining everything. This is, oh, you're over, you're making a WWE. Guys, this is cool. To me, that's badass. Like if you can go out there and back it up, great. If you're like Strickland and you don't back it up, Horrible for your image. But, like, this guy goes out there and wins another fight. So my question to you and most of the UFC people is, what, what's next for this guy? Who's next? Like, what are we doing? Well, I think that that scary monster that knocked out Sean Strickland and has KO'd Izzy twice in his career, I think that guy might be next. Um, MMA is very different than kickboxing, so understanding that this guy's entering a realm that Izzy's already been dominant in. But let's, let's think about it. Um, Anderson Silva... When he had his run, he had some highlight reel knockouts, right? He did, He had 15 defenses or 14 title defenses. So scattered throughout that were a ton of stinkers. Like when I'm talking about the Damian Maya fight, he was booed. Dana White wanted to strip. What? In that? Maya sucked. Maya sucked in that fight. Yeah. Yeah. But Maya was a great fighter. But besides that point. Colby took care of him too. Nonetheless, anyway, <laughs> um, Colby's a good fighter too, but Damian Colby Maya might was be also, next. Apparently, Maya, no, that's not. <laughs> I didn't see a rumor. You, not... you saw some fucking idiot reporter, and I don't even know who it is, but trust me, whoever wrote that's a fucking idiot because Adesanya's not his 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 vision isn't to move down or have some welterweight move up and fight him. That's not the champion. You're gonna have <laughs> crazy. Whoever wrote that article is a shithead. But <laughs> shithead, not Anderson Silva was so much better than the next guy at his weight class, that it was just very boring. Why should he go out there and entertain? He's doing all the entertainment value stuff, but I think when you're talking legacy, Floyd Mayweather was a boring fighter. There's a lot of these guys that when they're so good, and Izzy keeps a distance and he keeps things standing up, and it goes to show it's not just the wrestlers that could be boring. When you're a striker, you could be boring too. I think Izzy's got 11 wins in the UFC um, in 12 fights, so he only lost once at 205. He's 11-1, 11-0 at middleweight, but eight of his wins are are by decision. So he's not out there finishing guys. And not all the decision fights are boring. Not like, all of them are boring. Like his, Some of them are great. The one against Kelvin Gastelum, that was one of the best fights in the UFC that year. I'm not going to say in history, but that was a war. So Izzy has proven that he could go into deep waters when he gets dragged there, but I've yet to see somebody be able to drag him there. Let's see somebody else step up. Fair. You know, um, you're the challenger. You got to bring the fight to the champion. To me, Izzy walked forward almost that whole fight, right? He very uncharacteristic. Yeah, but he landed like nothing. It doesn't matter. My point is, Izzy walked forward that almost that whole fight where typically you would be like, all right, um, Izzy's backing up. Or, or when you watch the Romero fight or the, his last fight with Whitaker, they just kind of stood in front of each other. Adesanya's a counter striker, so he's going to wait for the people to come to him. In this fight, he kind of didn't. But Cannonier didn't 
attempt money takedowns, right? And if he did, they were stuffed immediately. When you're the when you're the challenger, you got to bring it to the champion a little bit. What should he do other than just sit, sit there and pick I've you always, apart? I've always stuck by that. Like if you're the challenger, Boring, you have no. to be Boring. the aggressor because nine times out of ten, if it goes a decision and Adesanya has a couple chip ups here and there with all his like, again, he didn't throw many punches, but when he did, if they connected, the, the judges are going to side with the champion nine times out of ten. So if you're the challenger. You need to be aggressive. You need to attack. And yeah. it just wasn't happening. Look, there's been, if you look at when he knocked out Whitaker, when he won the belt, you look at when he knocked out uh, Costa, that annoying Brazilian guy that has the worst fucking accent on earth. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, no offense to anybody that speaks Portuguese. This guy just sucks. Um, <laughs> None taken. He ha- he's, had, he's had some fucking highlight reel knockouts, and he's had some big wins in the UFC. And he he does have the skill set to do that. It's just that he's more of an accurate guy. He's not sitting there knocking you out. But there's this fucking six foot. It looks like he's like six five. This monster of a guy, Alex Pereira. Oh, he that just knocked out knocked Strickland. the soul out of Strickland. And if there's somebody that's going to get the juices flowing for Adesanya, it might be this guy. He's been KO'd by him before. So there's that in the back of your head. I don't care what realm of competition or combat you're getting into. This guy's put you to sleep. So you're going to train a little bit yeah. harder, but maybe we see Adesanya fight a little more risk-free uh, when he fights this guy because he knows he can get put down. But I think that's the next fight. Okay. Uh, Volkanovski got a win over Holloway. Big one there. He, you know, it's coming out now that Volk fought with a broken hand the entire time. But tech, nine times out of ten, everybody breaks their hand. Mm. You know what I mean? Like They lose feeling in it, and all of a sudden they're just throwing bombs. So, But a great fight nonetheless. There was a cut over Holloway's eye that was just just, just, just go, 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 the whole time. And every time they're in the corner, I'm like, oh, cool. They they, they clogged it. It's good. And then like the minute, like the yeah, second, you get touched in the your nanosecond, eye it, gets, it. it was just pulsating out of his face. I'm like, how did they let that go? Listen, again, not a, not a doctor, but like when there's blood and it goes into your eyeball, I got to assume that's not good. No, it's <laughs> like, not good, but this is all. par for the course. This is an MMA I understand fight. that, but like this guy, <laughs> this thing was like, it was like one of uh, Freak Show's pimples from. Yeah, uh, so shout out to Max um, durability, but that's all he was really yeah. able to display. And this one was his heart and his toughness because. Volkanovski is just a cut above the rest at 145. There's nobody that's going to challenge him right now. Max basically cleaned out the division for him in in the sense of he beat everybody. So really, if you're going to challenge Volkanovski and you can't beat Max, I think that's a problem. So Mm. I think the next thing that you're going to see Volkanovski do is move up and challenge. The problem is that lightweight's loaded with talent at the top as well. (laughs) So it's not like many other divisions where they're they're starving for a contender. There's several contenders at lightweight, so Volkanovski might not be able to just move up and contend for a belt like you would in a normal situation. There's some real contenders out there that I think when you're moving up and fighting some of these bigger guys present a lot more different problems for Casey you. Casey Hammond coming in saying that cut man was working his ass off in the ground. I was captivated watching him go to work. It was. It was fascinating because every time I was rooting for that cut to be sealed. <laughs> I was like, just, oh, good, he did it. Just for my own fucking Fuck, sanity, I, I can't watch it get hit again. Enough, That's enough, what enough I'm saying. is enough. Dude, enough is enough. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're not a fighter. I'm not a fighter. Nick's not a fighter, right? But we've—I don't know about Nick, but me and you have—I've at least been in our fair share of scraps over our years, right? To me, whenever I get a cut anywhere—face, arm, knee, whatever—if you like touch it, it like 
it burnt, it hurt. You know what I mean? These guys are going out there with just holes in their face. And they're like, I'm like, and then they seal it up with some Vaseline for a second. And I'm like, okay, he's good. But like the way they move the cuts, I don't know if anybody else freaks out like this, but I'm just like, oh, the whole time. I'm like, this is disgusting. I can't believe they're actually fighting like this. And I'm like, I don't like touching a cut. Imagine somebody punching you in the yeah, cut. Like, I don't mind <laughs> like, so much. What? I don't mind so much the, like the corner work on the cut. It's actually interesting to me, but what does get me Ugh. a little bit is when like Gross. the fight is getting out of hand, and like a Tony Ferguson fight, for example, where it's just like, okay, enough is enough already. I'm tired of watching this. We do have a comment it gets about a little uh, uncomfortable. Go back to Adesanya for a second. From uh, let's see, Mahesh Panth. Adesanya is just in the perfect division for his weight, where they lack Olympic level wrestlers. Is that true? Do you agree? I mean, there is. It is a perfect storm of, of, of lack of Olympic-level wrestlers, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think, but he did beat Romero, and Romero, Yoel, that is. Mm. Yoel is definitely an Olympic-level wrestler. I think he yeah. won a bronze medal. So he has he has gone up against the wrestler, but that is the, the recipe. If you watch what Blockowitz did when he moved up was he just controlled him on the ground. He didn't right. give him a chance to do his work standing. So you, there is some truth to that, but I also don't know that any Olympic-level wrestler at 185 is still going to be able to get inside on Izzy. I've yet to see it, So, and, and he did fight an Olympic-level wrestler. You mentioned not a ton of them. You mentioned before about O'Malley um, with a no – was it no decision? Or that, that's what they're it calling it, It was a it, no right? contest. No contest. Now – why? All right. So these accidental poke, pokes in the eye, they happen. But like, is that on the fly determined? You know, like, no, no, he, he poked him in the eye. There's obviously. rules in place. So if you fight, I think more than half of the fight, I think if 20 seconds got, would have gone by, they would have gone to the scorecards. 20 seconds more in that. No, fight. but I'm saying like, how do you rule it not in favor of the guy who got his eye poked is what I'm saying. Because it's, because it's a disqualification. It's, inad it's inadvertent. It but who makes it inadvertent? Who makes that judgment call? The, the ref. Okay. It's, yeah. so it's up to the referee's discretion to see. Does he have to go to the replay? Like, and I think I think there needs to like be. If a, we're fighting, and I'm just like, I'm going to put it this way: the, the, fir the first one, the first one, I think has to be a warning, right, for an eye poke. You can disqualify somebody over an eye poke, but it has to be egregious, and it has to be. I feel like there has to be a warning, unless it's like really egregious and they really go for it, like Tyson biting Holyfield's ear. Then you know, like, all right, that wasn't an accident. He was hungry, but. I don't know. It's not like a, a illegal blow. I think that's a little bit different. Where the winner, if you knock like, somebody so, out, wouldn't you say there's more incidental nut kicks than an eye pokes? Very, similar, you know what I'm saying? Very but like similar situation. I don't know. I just it's just that a nut. Kick I feel like get, making us no contest was wrong. A nut. I've seen fights and no contest for a nut kick. It's that's just what I'm saying. Like, the guy, guy got kicked in the nuts. He shouldn't have a no contest. You, you, you get scratched in your cornea. You're not going to be able to see for a couple weeks. Correct. I've you done it. You get kicked in the nuts. You might need five minutes. You might need five days. It depends on the level of the. the depends severity. on the nut shot. It depends on the nut shot. <laughs> yes. But you know, in this case, he has a scratch cornea. It was diagnosed after the fight. I mean, I've been poked in the eye before. That I scratched sucks. my cornea. Like, yeah, that's that not shit fun. Sucks. At it's not, all. It feels like you're dying. Yeah, for real. Yeah, or at least you want to die. Not a fun time. Not a good time at all. My brother did. It. You know, my brother did it to me. We were playing Madden '96. We were on uh, same team. Scored a touchdown, right? We're celebrating. High five. It's coming. He misses. Crack. The whole nail. Just that's bad. Whoop, that's badass, like, dude. Huh? It's a badass story. It is a story. It's like, it is a badass story. Uh, Pedro Munoz had his uh, cornea scratched <laughs> in, in, a, in a UFC, in a UFC fight. I was celebrating a touchdown, and I got caca right in the eye. Playing esports. E 
Athletes, thank you very much. Lawler, <laughs> Lawler gets fight of the night. Good for him. Uh, you know his career uh, is on. No, I wouldn't say the decline, but it's on the back back nine. Have you? If you want to talk about golf, um, Lawler gets fight of the night. Great, good for him. You know that's all but I have to say did, about he that. He did lose. He did lose, but he gets fight of the night. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just when you get that, it's not a decline. He's on the. He's on the the final hole, and I like Lawler. He's one of my favorites all time. But his it's over. It's so funny. It's so funny. I just mentioned the story. My mom came in. They're like, "Dave, you scratch your corny when Danny slashed you in the eye." I was like, "Yeah, I know. I was there." All right. Anyway, that is two seventy six. It comes and goes. Um, things to look forward to. I mean, any fights on the docket that you would say like jump out at you? It's still the summer, so this is still UFC prime time. This is when they're supposed to flourish, yeah, when nothing um, else is I happening. I think Us- Usman against Leon Edwards is uh, is up next. And then thereafter, we could kind of hope to see the John Jones news. John, John Jones. Jones. John Jones. Dana White declared John Jones ready to go. So John's saying that he doesn't want to fight in Ganu because he doesn't pose a, as many problems as Stipe. It feels to me like you just don't want to fight the guy that's going to knock you the fuck out. But <laughs> it's very uh, true. There's been some some shine knocked off the Stipe mantle, so to speak, mm. and... I think that's a good fight for John to enter the heavyweight division because Ngannou's on a, on he's a contract. Not, he's, not. he's on a contract negotiation situation, plus he's working on an injury. So it makes sense for John to get in there and maybe fight for the interim belt, set up a, a super fight with, with Ngannou. That would be fantastic, actually. Yeah, I would actually really sense. be excited for that Because one. I don't know that you want to have John go in there and get knocked out immediately. You want to at least get two fights with him. And that's not to say he's going to get knocked out, but we'll I, I just can't see him... Weather in that storm. Me neither. So anyway, that's UFC 276. Uh, I do want to also bring up the fact that the Chop Sports Daily is being brought to you in part by our guy, Michael Fusco of the Fusco Insurance Agency. Uh, he's got a powerhouse of an agency, ladies and gentlemen. He's got a lot of stuff to offer. Are you guys worried that you're going to run out of money in retirement and how you'll pay for long-term health care? Uh, will your family be okay? I, I knew I needed health care when I scratched my eye. You know, <laughs> At that time, in that juncture, I needed it. Uh, stop worrying. Start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you security for and greater control over your money. Michael Fusco can help. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit less now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule a complimentary consultation. That's 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. Also, with Michael Fusco, you can start offering your customers financing options. That's right. 540 FICO score or above. So if you got some, I mean, 540, I realized when I said it last week. I was like, man, if you got a 540 FICO score, you got it's got to be up there. And I'm just like, well, that's kind of on the low side. <laughs> so if you got, so basically, if you don't have no credit, this you can actually do this as well. Uh, it will be approved just about all businesses. Uh, he's got a uh, a great program via the prestige tax financing.com slash business financing. Contact once again, 718-701-5787 for my man, Michael Fusco. Gooch, real quick. Manscaped. Yes, I'm going to go home and use my Norelco because Manscaped <laughs> oh. ain't paying me nothing. Oh. So head on over to Manscaped.com. <laughs> use the promo code CHOPSPORTS. I know Dave knows the reference from I that do. one. I do. Use the promo code CHOPSPORTS. Get on top of my wife. Yeah. <laughs> and you receive 20% off your entire order plus free shipping worldwide. Worldwide. And wide, um, wide. it comes equipped with the Platinum Package 4.0 still. I know it's July, but we're still on the Platinum Package 4.0. We'll get it's got else. all the razors. It's got all the lotions. Manscaped.com, promo code CHOPSPORTS. What's up, guys? It's Sturch from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. 
You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Search sent you. Um, let's see here. Tim Riley, I missed the fights. One, I'm too cheap, and I'm not allowed to go out after the one and only time I hung out with Dave. <laughs> well, that's Tim. That's your fault, my friend. You went out there. I'm going to tell the story because I'm going to. I'm going to. It's just a funny story to tell. My man uh, didn't get charged for a couple beers, and he felt like super guilt about it, and he like offered to pay for the rest of the beers the rest of the night. I'm not one to say no to charity, okay? He said it. I said, okay, and that was it. The rest is history, and the rest is foggy, and the rest is not forget- uh, forgotten because I sure as shit can't remember it. But anyway, so if that's you've that. ever had your testicles, if you get your testicles removed and then you get kicked in the empty sack, does it still hurt? We have a question coming in from the comments. Where do you see that? Qu- oh, that's Casey. Okay. So nut um, sack, t- testicle removal, empty sack. Kicking the nuts. This is good because it comes off the heels of the manscape read. So this is also kicking good. the sack. Yeah, you got you got a tip. Don't they you? said that they said that in um. All right, moving on. Ready to it, rumble. It will, it will hurt. Ready to if rumble. You get kicked in your leg. It hurts. There's a movie so. you probably haven't seen it. Ready to rumble. It's about pro wrestling, uh, with David Arquette. You probably missed this gem. But anyway, uh, he said somebody's his uncle lost his left nut in Nam, right? And he goes, "If you lost your left nut, like is the other one still your right nut, or is it just?" You're nut. You know what I mean? Like it's that's a debate for another day. But anyway, NBA matter of the matter of fact, uh, there is some NBA stuff going on. Kyrie Irving. I mean, if they replaced course. it with a prosthetic, then probably didn't Corbo put a micro machine in his nutsack? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't checked. He was left nut in a hot racer. <laughs> Something happened like that. I I don't know if it's true or not, but if that's true, man, more power to him. Or he could just like just. Re- <laughs> You know Sometimes what? Dave, when he has too much coffee, he sounds like the fucking Micro Machines commercial. I didn't have any coffee today. I didn't say today. Oh. I said sometimes Dave, when he has too much coffee, sounds I'm like on the Micro Machines new commercial. New supplementation brought remember, to you by Workhorse Fitness. Do you remember the, the Micro Machines commercials? Yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> I sound like that? Well, not today. Ah, We've just yes. been through this. I mean, I, mean, I have died. I don't sound I like I how you fucking drink. drank. Dave, Dave has no, a, a, a voice for everybody, when, and he's like, oh, do I sound like that? And he's like, well, do I sound like this? <laughs> because that's how you say that I sound. <laughs> Anywho. All right, we NBA. got some thoughts and uh, prayers to every Nets fan out there because it's getting bad. The scary hours, ooh, scary hours, they're almost over uh, because these guys are sh- getting shipped out just, of town. Can we just think about the team field goal percentage? Of a Russell Westbrook and a Ben Simmons-led front uh, backcourt. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, who is going to hit a shot? Bet the unders. All of them. Team under. Total under. Like, Russ is going to shoot. Don't get me wrong. But he'll get his shots. It's like up. hot potato. He's like, it's like, like the best possible hot. scenario for Russ is to play with Ben Simmons. <laughs> because he's the most unselfish player on the history of planet Earth. He'll be like, bro, I'll even give you rebounds if you don't, if I don't have to <laughs> he shoot. He has a chance to grab his Like, you yo, if it. I don't have to shoot, I'll let you get every one of my rebounds, too, if you want. <laughs> Damn, Amazing. bro. Uh, Nets signed T.J. Warren. I suppose that's a glimmer of hope. Who the fuck is T.J. Warren? He's on he's the Pacers. A, he's, okay. a, he's a dog. Yeah. The, if you took an x-ray, is there a dog in him? <laughs> there is definitely a dog. Yo, you ever see that that clip? That's the dog. With a high school kid talking about his team. He's like, new running back, C.J., blah, blah, blah. 
dog. Right? And he's like, center, <laughs> no. fuck it, uh, dog. Every one of his teammates. And then he's like, oh, this guy plays baseball. Dog. R.I.P. to those Brooklyn backboards. Oh, yeah, <laughs> bro. Of, the comments are starting to fly when we're talking about the Brooklyn Nets. So rumor had it uh, Friday. It was after our show. There was a couple rumors. Basically, the trade that I already talked about. Um, I said it would be a great swap for Kyrie to go play with LeBron in L.A. and bring back Russ over here to go play with Ky- uh, Kai D. <laughs> KD. I mean, there's so many names and fucking whatever. But now that KD's on his way out. Now that KD's on his way out, it's just the Russ show now. Is there legs to this? Do you think that there's a possibility that this is the package that's all required to get a swap, or like, or is there going to be yeah. compensation? I do think, I do like, think that doing? there's going to have to be a little bit of a uh, something else added on the Lakers side because I'm not I'm not sure actually because the Nets might not need if they're dumping KD as well they're probably not going to inherit as much of that contract back in the trade. Mm. So if the Nets are able to move off of KD first, this trade will probably work because. I think there's like a 10 million discrepancy in the salary with okay. KD and and Russ, right? So that's not think, a big discrepancy after all. When it's, it's, not, all it's, it's not. It's not really that big. But right now, I think it would be an issue um, to take on Russ's contract if KD's still under contract with Ben Simmons, et cetera, et cetera. So I think there needs to be some. The the way it's going to work out, I think KD gets moved first, and I also think that there's less of in, less interest in Kyrie. So the Lakers are the only team that's really been talked about. And I think a lot of that might be bullshit because there hasn't really been real talks yet. Um, it makes sense because they've won a title together. You know, now granted it went south eh. thereafter, but that was all Kyrie's doing, in my opinion. And maybe Kyrie sees the light, the air of his ways, and and he's going to change a little bit, at least in in terms of like playing with LeBron. Yeah, he'll start right. showing up on his birthday and stuff. He's a change man. Change is coming. Change I think. Is I think the difference though is LeBron's more of a hard ass than KD, so. I don't think Kyrie would pull any type of funny shit to. That's well, still one of my favorite favorite still well, photos point, of all time. When LeBron's pointing at yeah. Jr. Smith, like come on. But the point that I'm getting at is like LeBron might be a hard ass, but LeBron is definitely known as like a really good teammate. I don't think anyone outside of Kyrie really has had many problems about playing with LeBron. Right, he's an yeah. unselfish player. For a guy that could score pretty much any position, there was a he wants. there was a uh, a a, um, uh, a time period where people were like he doesn't take the last shot. Yeah, like and, he dishes it off. Like I he's mean, not like that to me. I think is an issue, but I think that the real issue with Kyrie was that he felt like he was equally a star, and LeBron's getting to run the team, and like you know, LeBron's still running the team, so you're yeah. gonna have the same issue over in L.A. But. I don't know. I, I have to see. I mean, I think KD moves first. I don't Tim think there's Riley's saying the KD and Warrior stuff is picking up steam. Can you imagine? Yeah, but but let's talk about what it's going to take. Holy because I'm, I'm seeing that the, the Nets are going to want a haul of at least three first-rounders. Okay, do the Warriors even have that at this point? I'm sure Probably. they do, but their, their first-round picks are going to be garbage. Right. It's like they're going to trade KD, and then you're going to get three first-rounders from a team that is probably going to be picking 30. Think about, think about that, though. The NBA. First-round picks are shit. But any first-round pick in the NFL is very valuable. Isn't that weird how it all kind of breaks down like that? Well, like, I, I think it's because like of back the— Outside the lottery, the NBA first-rounders are, are dog shit. Yeah, but there, you there, have, not many of that there, college there's, athletes coming out? There's a very, very big difference. To talk about the drafts, I've done a lot of thinking about this because we had a recent conversation with Kyle about it. And just to break it down— you know, I know that it's like hogwash in terms of the way we were presented it. Hogwash. Kyle has some really good points when it, when he's talking about if you scale the NFL draft and the NBA draft, you know, the after after pick thirteen, you're basically in the third round, 
in terms of how many players are getting picked. There's also way less positions. So that's true. You know, I, that's like you're a gonna good point. You're gonna get you're gonna get tons of prospects at center, at guard, at tackle, at at edge, at hybrid edge, at middle linebacker, outside linebacker. Now, wide receiver, right, quarterback, yeah. corner. So yeah. there's there's just a ton of positions, and there's a lot more that's that true. goes into a football team. I never actually team. thought about it like that. So yeah, and that's also why they get paid a lot more too, because. The revenue I that's mean, getting that's... generated only has to get it dispersed amongst 13 guys as opposed to 53-plus. So, yeah, it, it's it's different, and um, I'm not sure exactly where we're going with this conversation now as we're talking about, like, the the finances of basketball. and, and uh, Finances of basketball because I asked you what, what it was going to take with Katie to the, to the Warriors. I so, think it's going to take a star player and multiple first-round picks. The, the Warriors. Don't I would have never. Either. I would not touch a single player on the Warriors team right now. So, I would say leave that team, assemble that as is, and they're going to easily be about, the West Coast favorites again. Let's talk about where does KD want to go because that's where he's going to go. I thought it was either Phoenix or Miami. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, Golden State's in the picture. There's a. There's a. This is just a mock a trade, but uh, mock trade between the Suns, Lakers, and Brooklyn. Where so are you rating this? Uh, this is on. Fadeawayworld.com.net. <laughs> hey, so hey, me. Hey, shout out to shout out to us talking right now. But go ahead. But so it'd be Kevin Durant goes to the Suns. To the Suns, okay. The Lakers receive Kyrie Irving and Landry Shamit, and then the Nets would receive Westbrook, Aiton, uh, uh, Michael Bridges. I don't know if I said his name right. Michael Bridges, Michael, Michael Bridges, Bridges whatever. Michael. Uh, 2026 no first round either. pick from Phoenix, 2028 first round pick from Phoenix, and 2026 first round pick from LA. See, like to me, this is just one of those things where, uh, not it's, I guess it all adds up. It's, Shout out to that website. It's just simply not real. <laughs> no, not real. I know. I just don't. I can't get That's my head a, behind. We that. live in a hypothetical world. Going to put Russell Westbrook and um, and Chris Paul on the same team? I don't know. It seems weird, <laughs> right? Know. With Booker, what? What? Who's going to play the three? Wait, Westbrook, he, Westbrook no, to Westbrook, the Suns? Westbrook no, KD to the, to the Suns. KD was going to the Nets. Westbrook to oh, the all Nets. All right, all right, all right. If so facto, ba 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 ba. Oh, so anyway. other NBA news, by the way. Uh, I, as I said and predicted, the Knicks are in trouble <laughs> because I knew this was going to happen. And I, and I was like, the, the stars aligned way too fast. They should have at least took the meeting in Dallas and let Mark Cuban sit there and say, like, and this, and for that reason, I'm out. Bro. <laughs> and like, then went and did their thing. But like, the Knicks definitely tampered, and I said they did because of how fast the Brunson. In shit other happened. news, no one gives a fuck about. No, <laughs> um, I guess the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> but no, Go on. this is nothing. This is a billionaire owner Big getting fined a ten dollar bill that he's going to wipe his ass with it and give it to the league. They're going to have the player. The player's not going to miss time. The coaches are going to be in trouble. I know, I'm just, and it's all fucking. It's all par for the course. This happens. I mean, every team. But campers. like I said, I think if the Knicks really wanted to get away with this, like they would have just like. I think it's not clear. been the first announcement. No, I think it's free agency open. Like, <laughs> they, by they, the way, we got Brunson. Like, what? they should well, have on. announced in the deal when they signed Brunson. They were like, okay, we signed him to a four years, hundred and ten million plus whatever the fine is for the tampering <laughs> that we're definitely going to get caught for. <laughs> be because really it was funny. obvious that, that they would, were tampering. That would be really funny. Oh man, it's a four year deal with this much guaranteed money, and uh, yeah. also the fines are covered. Scoop makes a good point. Like. Uh, Everyone tamp like six o'clock on the dot. There was like forty deals <laughs> announced. It's like, did anyone not tamper? So the tampering period began at six, but there was also fifty-four <laughs> deals announced by Woj and the other guy. I don't know the other guy. So like, name. you're allowed to DM on on Twitter and Instagram. That's not tampering, right? If you're working out with a player, depends on what like, the DM consists of. Like if it's like if it's our boy, um, uh, <laughs> Jr. Smith. <laughs> 
Oh, really? Really what? Trying to get I'm going to the game tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Trying to... It's just like, oh, yeah? Where are your seats? Trying to play golf. I'll come see you. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, the NBA in a nutshell. There was one more thing. Uh, as the as the the day and the week goes along, as far as the news is concerned, there was something that came out, unfortunately, today. There was a report about Demarius Thomas having CTE. Now, CTE has obviously been a very hot-button topic within the last couple of years of the NFL. The movie Concussion comes out, right? And then every other minute on uh, the, the NFL broadcast, you'll start hearing, like, player safety, player safety, player safety. They're changing rules, player safety. No more blindside blocks, player safety. Um, I, I bring this up because I just don't know where the, the, the line is, like, blurred because – I was actually talking to our friend, you know, Darren, 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 her, his wife, Jackie. Uh, they, We are going to reconnect with the A7FL, I think. I think. Which is now the the football league where guys are playing tackle football. Grown men are playing tackle football with no pads. And it's safer. And it's safer. How is it's, what I'm saying. Like, how is that? Like, in the same thing, we had this conversation earlier today in the in the lobby when we were talking about... Bare knuckle. I said, bro, that shit is barbaric. You can get killed like that. But then you're told you're telling me, imagine going into a fight and then putting gloves on and saying, like, well, now you got like a little bit of a cushion. Have at it. Yeah. So, so like, like the bare knuckle boxing, it looks more disgusting and there's a lot more cuts, but the the punches themselves are coming in a lot softer. And when you put gloves on and you get your hands wrapped and then you go throw punches, trust me when I tell you that you were throwing harder and you have no regard for your own hand safety. Punch somebody with bare knuckles. Look at their hands after those fights. Hey, By the second third round, they fucking whole thing. You know, there there's a each punch you land, there's a price that you got to pay. And if you can't get it done by the time your hands go, you're not going to get it done. Or ideally, their hands are gone. But than their face, you know, so it's all that. But in terms of long-term damage, it's not as bad. So, fine. But, like, my my spin on it with, with football, like, how how can that be a thing? Well, because this is, this again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just going and by, you know based what? on. Kenny, Kenny Palman actually might have just brought up the, the, it's, the point of points. You use technique more. You're not leading with your head. No, You're not using the helmet yep. as a weapon. When you, bro, football equipment works. I don't know. Like, if anybody's, you fucking hit somebody yeah. hard, and you might get your bell rung a little bit, but this is, the, the, that shit's good. So when you're sitting there and you feel indestructible, it's the same reason with the gloves. It's like you could throw a lot harder. The gloves aren't to protect the fighter's face. They're literally to protect your hands. That's in boxing and everything. It's like the boxing gloves are for, I guess it's both, really. So, but. so in that same breath, the football helmets are to protect the own guy's head, not the guy you're about to smash. Ideally, the the, the concept is both, but it, if, you're, if you're using it to lead and you're doing oh. something you otherwise would not do, like I'm sure there's crazy concussions in rugby and things like that, but I wonder if there's the lasting effects that the NFL players have with the consistent bashing of like helmet 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 and that rattle that brain rattle i don't think you get that in rugby i don't think i well, think because people, they're protecting their head a little and I bit think more people I aren't, you're not leading with your head you you're, know you're, you're, you might actually be taught tell you what you might actually be taught or or perform better technique in tackling in the a7 fl than you are in the nfl because you're regarding your own body right so like i can see that the studies yeah. They're, the they're very, out there claiming the this shit, least, and I believe it At now. the very least, and I know that this might sound crazy, um, but removing the face mask, I think, would be a decent step. It would do two things. One, NFL players are cons consistently complaining that they don't get face time, right? Where <laughs> the NBA, the NBA, and this is the truth, though. It's, like, harder to build an NFL star 
than it would be to build an NBA star or a Major League Baseball star because you get to see them at all times. In the NFL, you're covered up with the helmet. And if you take your helmet off, it's a 15-yard penalty. You, cut, you take your helmet <laughs> off, it's a penalty. So I have an idea. Take off your face masks. There would be guys missing teeth and shit like that. Maybe you dumb the helmets down a little bit, but... You know where I'm going with this mm -hmm. as I look over. So hockey. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yes. there's, they have a all visor. Have a little, which is, which is visor, okay. So all I'm saying is... You know, because the NFL has face masks on, they're able to use their helmets as weapons. Hockey players aren't. So that's one of the reasons why I think it's more violent. Fact. And I'm not saying that to troll. That's the, that's what I truly no, believe. I, I agree with the... Because the fact that you can just straight up use yourself as a spear to hit somebody in the NFL... I mean, it is a penalty, but it's happened yeah, throughout the entirety of the NFL's yeah. history. So it's not like it's, it's a new thing. It's fairly new that they've penalized for it. In fact, they would actually promote it. If you look at any highlight reel... Pre-1999, even thereafter, you're talking about they would pick, like, the most disgustingly dirty, violent hits. And that was entertaining. And that would be like, here, go watch uh, NFL Sunday football. You know, like, now it's changed a little bit because they've gotten flack over it. But the NFL promoted the violence, and they are still promoting the violence in some ways. Just take I don't know the if they're promoting it, per se, <coughs> because, again, what they're promoting is player safety. They have, a, they have a technology well, commercial well, every yeah, third they're, second. They're also promoting like uh, race relations with the Rooney Rule, but it really is counterproductive. There's a lot of what the NFL does. First of all, just, the NFL fixed racism. They put it in the end zone. Yeah. It's done. A lot of what the NFL <laughs> does. Over. A lot of what the NFL does is just bullshit. Just to pan pandering, which we all get. That's what big That's business does. Business, baby. Anyway, um, take off the face masks. I think it'll become safer, albeit a little more bloody, and you'll see some other things happen. But we're we just watched a UFC on ABC. Right, the the premiums on ABC. I think the country can handle it now at this point. I think the country, yeah, yeah. I would say like I, I, NFL, used, I used to think the but, country but, is headed towards a pussification. But I don't know that. But I don't if you know put that, that shit on ABC, I don't know that Alvin Kamara is going to risk his uh, his six million dollar platinum teeth that he got put in with no face mask. That's another. That's another story. <laughs> These guys are getting paid a lot of money to risk their good looks. Well, he sure as hell risks a lot more by beating the shit out of somebody. He might get suspended for six games, but that'll be all covered in the NFL as we get closer and closer to the NFL season. I'm excited for it. We're all jazzed up about it, obviously. Um, yeah, so obviously it sucks to hear about the Demarius Thomas rule um, stuff about the CTE. Look, you, you know what you're signing yourself up for. I know that I think it's your nephew who wants to play football and like the parents, I'm not calling you out, but they're probably a little skeptical, right? Yeah. Okay. So for me, as an old school guy that likes the game of football, if Miles, my son, grows up and wants to play football, he's playing fucking football. Like, that's just the way it is. Like, right now, he's built to be a fucking linebacker. You got to see this kid's legs. But I'm saying, like, he's only eight months. But, like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, what's his 40 times? Oh, I need to hear more, right? I know, I, I massage his, his hamstrings every night. Uh, anyway, so what you call? So what I'm saying is it all depends on how you raise the kid, right? Like the football is not a dying thing, I don't think. I think there are more people out there probably telling their kid, hey, by the way, go play live golf. And you'll like my 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 godson yeah, could be a bro, stud golfer. Look, I don't look. know, but Forget it's, about it's a money let's, thing. Let's get let's get it out of the heads of people and parents in general that like your kid is going to play sports and like the the end game is going to be professional athletes. Like forget about that. Like the lessons learned, getting your ass beat a little bit and getting knocked around and maybe failing a little bit and going in week one and not knowing what you're doing and then letting a coach teach you. These are all valuable lessons in life. Forget about like, bro, I broke my arm playing football. Guess what? I'm still fucking alive. It was a thing that when it happened, it sucked. But what? 
I look back at it and it's like a badge of honor. You broke your arm playing football. It's cool. Tore my right. ACL. Fake wrestling. If, if, I imagine that. If um, <laughs> if parents are worried about their kids getting hurt, there is alternative options, and it's there have these seven on seven flag leagues. Let the kids get out there and play a little bit. I'm talking to you, Lindsay, and Aiden. I know Aiden wants <laughs> wow, to we're play. Literally calling Let people the kid out. play some football. If he gets knocked around a little bit, he's going to stick out the season. You know what's and funny? He'll, he'll improve, and he'll have a coach teaching him, and he'll have a, a coach making him get better grades, and all these things are important. You know, it's funny you say that, like, with the teaching of the kids and stuff. I don't know about anybody else. Maybe my maybe my Fords people can understand this. Or maybe even anybody who's ever played Pop Warner football. I know we're only in the beginning of July, but, like, August 1st, to me, always marked the first day, day of practice. Day one. Day one, right? But now, like, shout out to the, th- the high schools that are starting us now. I got into coaching a couple years back, and we were doing two days, only, like, once or twice a week because it was illegal. <laughs> like, But it's not allowed. But shout out to everybody starting up. I know, uh, what's his face? Uh, what's his face? Nick Shine, our, our friend Nick Shine, posting daily about the fact that he's excited, nervous. His son's about to go play high school football. This is where it starts, folks. Coach your kids. Let them play football. Let them play football. Good football, not not the you know not the shitty pussified shit. And tell them to lead with their head, lead with right? their head, with the crown of their head, and really <laughs> lay people out. Take, take, take no take prisoners the out there. It does not matter that there's injuries inherent in football. Just no, I'm kidding. Safety first, people. Yeah, yeah. And Tim Riley coming in and say high schools were allowed to have three days. Yeah, yeah. back in the day, man. Which, by the way, was a Wednesday. Any Dane Cook fans? <laughs> I'm the only one left. All right. Anyway, that is a show. I think you're the only one ever. Bullshit. He sold out the garden. Ugh. You don't like Dane Cook? Like, in the, is it heyday Dane Cook? You're a stand-up I comedy this, guy. I like him more now that he's a piece of shit failure. I hated oh my Dane God. Cook. Oh, Dane my Cook, God. Fuck him. He's a Boston Red Sox fan, first I of all. I get that part. All right. Like, Second of all, he was not funny. Dane Cook in his heyday? Not was funny. Like, not funny really? comedians. Oh, not funny comedians aren't funny. cool to me. His puppets were fucking hilarious. His puppets? Was, was it Dane Cook? Yeah, the wrong oh, guy. Yeah, Dane, I, no, I, I, not I, the wrong I, guy. Uh, but Dane Cook in his first days, ugh, dude, one of the funniest dudes I ever, ever. I'd not. I mean, now I can have stuff to compare to. Like, is he funnier than Jimmy Palumbo? <laughs> yeah, I got getting involved. I what? Jeff Dunham. Yeah, wrong guy. No, Dane Jesus Cook Christ. funny. Dane Cook was funny. Not any. I mean, right now he does TikTok. I wonder. I wonder what happens to somebody that was funny and Who now on the isn't coke? funny. Amazing like, too. what happened along the way? Where, like, in his heyday, he was funny, and it's like, bro, he's just still the same guy. How come he's not funny well, anymore? People come on to like tougher times. Like, I'm assuming that something happened. He doesn't even look the same. He had a bunch of failed movies. Employee of the month. That was horrible. Maybe because he's not funny. <laughs> I don't know. Could be a fucking shot. You should get into that. He's just not funny, right? Anyway, so that's a show, ladies and gents. We got ourselves. Bro, a, I, I, I'm now cleats Gucci. This is Kyle telling me cleats. I, a didn't bring my cleats. Ah. B didn't even bring it up. I wasn't the one that brought it up. He said he was gonna, and I was like, well, if I'm playing Robin football, which he said, I'm gonna fucking toast you, blah blah blah. He didn't do any of that, by the way. First of all, I didn't see you play one game of no, anything. I, was, I played. Um, no. I played chicken with. My life, apparently, because I drank so much that day. <laughs> what, are you, right? what, what, chicken, what, uh, what are you, squaring up with a tree? What do you, what do you mean? Uh, no, it was just like Miller Lite, tequila, um, whiskey. Why mixing tequila and whiskey? And like Why are you mixing anything is beyond me, man. I took one peer shot. Peer pressure, peer pressure. Who? Um, Call him out. Who my, was the peer pressure brother. guy? Your brother. Uh, he showed up at like else, 15 minutes left. Who shots? I don't know. Whoever was pouring shots. There was one round of shots. I took a shot. I was fine. I was Ashley. Fine. Cleats was blessed. He <laughs> was. 
Have this. I'm with this. Shout I'm out. with this movement. Get yourself a shirt. Cleats is the new, um, <laughs> the new moniker for him. How about this? I, even, I love I even, it. I took a cigar from Kyle, clipped it, like as if I was going to smoke it. I was like, can I put weed in this? And he was like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, well, I'm not smoking this. So I just left it. I think somebody else. Did you pick it up? Did I pick what up? The cigar? And like, I have one. And you still haven't smoked it either? No, it's in my backpack. Yeah, it's, it's probably bad now. but I clipped it. I clipped mine. No, no. Then you didn't take mine. So thank no. you for the cigar, Kyle, Kyle that I held that. for 30 seconds. Yeah. Anyway. My best friend's girl is also a great. Dane Cook rom com. Uh, listen, I Dane Cook's acting career to me was no bueno, um, but his his first three spec, even up the vicious circle, was really really good. Oh my god, you're just not. You know what? It's just like you lack personality or something. I don't know. You got to laugh a little more, Gooch. I understand. I understand. Like Jimmy can't crack it, and sometimes I will, but like it doesn't um, happen a lot. You like guys like this, just like. All right, first, I'll just ask you, before we, I, who's your favorite comedian right now? Stand up. Bill Burr. Bill Burr's amazing. Funniest fucking dude out guess there. Guess what? He's fucking funny. Eh, right? I mean, yes, he's very funny, but like. Um, you know who's also not, not funny? Like Sebastian Maniscalco's becoming very not funny. Oh, my God. Well, so you're not Italian. You can't relate. My last name is Gucci. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Definitely Italian. Ends in a vowel. He is Italian, folks. Um, you don't see that? Really? Sebastian? Like, he has one really funny bit because it makes me feel like he's talking directly to me. Which one? Where he's like, oh, f- did you see my receivers? <laughs> talking about fantasy, <laughs> fantasy football. football. Did you see my receivers? He's chuckling Guilty. Change. Guilty. Chuckling you did do some fantasy stuff, and I, I know I did. we didn't. I did. I you did. had some fantasy, uh, what, the mock drafts? Yeah, I mean, like, I did a ton of mock drafts. I did some dynasty mocks. I did some Okay, so that, all right, so now you're going to have to explain something to me because now all of a sudden there's a new dynasty league that yes. was formed over the weekend. I finally joined, was it Sleeper App, right? Sleeper App. Okay, so I finally joined that. Explain to me what a dynasty, like you're drafting this year, but are you drafting with the mindset of knowing you're going to have this team forever? Well, we're going to set the parameters of the, of the league. It's going to be another I'm, shitty I'm, league. I'm, I mean, I, I see how I, you run the baseball one. So yeah, it's like, that league and is I'm dominating, great. by the dominating. way. I'm, I'm Gucci in that league, by the way. I'm 10 and 2, first place by myself. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, Fantasy Warlord over here is just a half game over 500. He sounds to me like bing, he, bing, it sounds to me go. like he's the Wilpon run Mets, all right? Because he just dropped Dakota Hudson and he was picked up immediately. And I'm so pissed off that I didn't fucking get the waiver in. For I him. have too many pitchers. You have. I wouldn't have dropped him personally, but anyway, right. that's anyway. an egregious move by Dave. He's letting <laughs> us sneak back in it right here with these. It's like keep him just so no one else gets him. That's I have I'm, no more room. I got guys coming back. I got I, Sale Herman coming look at back. Your roster and see, we'll see. You do have really good pitching, but um, Dave Dave did not win a championship just yet, and <sighs> not we, yet. there was a lot of talks about my team hovering around five hundred. I will guarantee you that I will not dip below five hundred once this season. You hear that? You hear that? All right. I would have to Let lose be two straight. Oh, so anyway, so Dynasty, real quick, before so, we get so out Dynasty, of here. So Dynasty, yeah. So in this regard, we'll probably you do... You draft once this year. You draft once, and then you Now, get, who do you draft next year? You draft A, rookies and guys that aren't retained. We'll, we'll set a parameters so on... So there's keepers. Who, who's retained, yeah. Probably like 10 or 12 keepers. Oh, so you lose like your back back end. Yeah, so okay. you, you lose the back end, and then you re, you replace your, your bench, essentially, and... Any incoming rookies, you know, go to... So, essentially, you don't want to draft uh, an aging somebody in early rounds because they're going to retire eventually. Well, understand this. There's Man, Dynasty League's got to be know, run forever. Understand, understand this. People would have... Put, people would have not drafted Aaron Rodgers because he was in his mid-30s five years ago and then missed out on MVP season. So you still have to win now, too. There is some some truth to it. You want Justin Herbert because he's going to be there for the next 20 years. Chances that any Dynasty League's run 20 years... 
Not in my life. All right? well, wait, wait, wait. If you're starting a dynasty league, you my have intent, to have the mindset of saying, intent, this is going on until we can't see the of internet course, people, anymore. I don't want to be morbid here, but things happen, Dave. And people Understood. So the only know, way you're out is if you die. Yeah, so if you die, then your team <laughs> you sucks croak. and we have a hard time replacing you. So I'm you, talking then. to you, Scoop. <laughs> no, so, so really... The reality is this: What happens in dynasty leagues, and I've run, I've run many before, and they're, they've all failed <laughs> over time. Because what happens is you make them too expensive. You have some teams that are really good and they care a lot. And then if it's a three hundred dollar league or two hundred dollar league, even a hundred dollar league, when you're asking somebody that's like clearly in a rebuild mode to either a take on a new team because somebody left the league, we and should you have, have contracts. Them. Okay, and, and enforced by what? The law? Are we going to call the police? No, I'm going to. No, you get fined. I know, maybe we could. It's a, it is a real sport, apparently, fantasy. No, sports. but for real. Like, if I were to draw up in your dynasty league, you're putting 12 people in this, sign this paper. It's a legal binding I document that you're idea. on for 10 years. I have a new idea. Done. Okay, so 10 years. 10 so year Justin, contract. Justin Herbert might just be hitting his real prime at that point. Fine, but right? I'm saying, what I'm saying is enough of this shit, and this goes for the baseball league too. Even Dina's former team, which was inherited by um, Vinny, right? At least he's trying, but, like, just try. When I hear, oh, I all didn't right, set my right. lineup, end I want to punch end, you until I'm rant. tired. We're going to take it back to the fantasy football aspect of things because I'm not finished. I want to I want to explain Go a on. little bit. Um, <laughs> no coffee. Today. You just make it cheap, right? And you do it for the fun of it and with a with a small cash prize at the end for the winner. But if you make it $200 I hear Dynasty, and I think, like, big. Well, big in terms of you get to run the team and keep your players. So if you get a but for fifty dollars, I feel like that. If you if the if the price tag to get into the league is high, then I feel like you would take it more serious. If you're throwing twenty five fifty bucks into a dynasty league, why do I give a shit? Is that not a fair point? Well, Dave, how much more do you want to spend? Because I feel like if you make no, no, it a hundred, no. then yes. you might. But my point is, it's like you give a shit now because you didn't draft your fucking team yet. What if it's year four, right? And you're on the hook for a hundred bucks, and you're like. My team sucks now at this point. Don't be a bitch. Get in the league. Let's okay. go. Okay. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem. You're speaking based on the way you feel about things. You're not talking about what somebody else might not care like you care. Okay. So I'm just going go go back to your text. And I'm not going like going to scroll, but your text go says to me today or Saturday when you were setting this up, I'm being very selective. Yes. So I'm assuming that you're picking 12 people that will be in this thing for the long haul. Correct. Correct. So that's what I'm saying. Don't don't just go out All there right, and be so like, Dave, right. Dave wants five hundred dollar league. If you guys want in on this dynasty league, you better be fucking listen. You I'm not be saying five hundred, but I think to make things important to people, you have to jack up the price. Fifty dollar fantasy leagues by week three. If you're one and two, you're like, oh, I don't know, man. Yahoo's got me not making the playoffs, so I'm not. I don't give a shit. I say make the up the goddamn ante and make people stay based off that. Ten-year contract. All right. So if you join my, so if you join my league, if Stop. you join my league, the rules are: if you quit my league before the contract runs up, I get to hunt you down and kill you. Yes. Right. Is yes. that what we're talking about? I mean, here? now we're gonna get flagged on on YouTube, but yes, I will not kill you, YouTube <laughs> guys. I promise you, I'll just, I'll just beat not be you your up friend anymore. Really, really badly. No, but I'm saying I, I think that for fantasy reasons, I would one thousand percent say um, that the ante should always be up. When I hear 
even when I hear free leagues, it makes me nuts. No, no people such thing as a free no, league. No, 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 but believe me, there's people like, I'm in 15 leagues and three of them are free Yahoos. And I'm like, then what the fuck are you doing it for? That's so lame. Like, don't. If you're in fantasy football, you should be in it to win it. In it to win some money and the, the belt or the trophy or whatever yeah. the fuck the thing is. Yeah. But like, don't like, don't give up because your team stinks for, a f- for first, even the first year. If I was said like, man, Dave. my team was pretty good, but next year when I have a chance to replenish my back I think end everybody, and draft a I good think, rookie, I think everybody agrees with you, right? And I'm, I, I agree time. with you in terms of like, yes, you should be that way. The problem is, no, not everybody is like that. Then they shouldn't play fantasy football. Then okay, so then when I ask somebody, I have to be like, dude, in like four or five years. Are you gonna fucking flake out on me? And they they might have good intentions. I've now, lost but friendships over this shit. Fair enough, but you know because I'm like, dude. Are you but you know what else you're you at a lose? Concert and you know what else? You know what else? You know what else you're losing? A fucking league member. So it's like I'm not. You know, you have to be delicate with this type of shit. Oh, you want to keep everybody oh, happy. Dude. You want to keep everybody in the league and pet them, caress them, make sure they love you. And they fucking. They, All right, so Dave, it's fifty bucks. Do you not want to be in it anymore? I mean, of because of I'm going to be in it, but I think it should be more. And and there'll always be this brought to the table every. But what I'm saying is this. Let's just pretend that, or let's not pretend. If you want to make it 50 bucks, great. But what I'm saying is the 12 people that come in will give you 50 bucks, right? And then next year when somebody sucks, they're going to be like, I don't I don't want 50 bucks. Fuck that. I'm not doing that. It's not worth it to me. And they're gone. They're gone within a year. That's well, my that's my boy. Well, if somebody doesn't do it because it's 50 bucks, then it'll probably be a, a little bit easier to replace the team because that probably isn't a terrible team. But what happens is when people quit, it's usually the worst team in the league. Right, it's like oh, I'm done. I'm out. It's just like they haven't set. You know, week eight of the season that they're not even setting their lineup. So it's like you want and them I out anyway. Understood. You want them out anyway, but then it's the it's the worst team in the league that you have to try and now find an owner for. It's not the sixth best team. It's not the a team that has a bunch of good players. That's why they don't last long. That's my only reason, which is why in my so what, experience. So why so why start one? My, my question to you, why, if we're going on sleeper, you're moving over, why start a dynasty league rather than just a normal fantasy football because league? Because I want to. I want to do one. I want to run a dynasty team because I've enjoyed them in the past and the leagues have gone to shit. I'm taking just my experience as a dynasty league commissioner in several sports, several times in football, that they haven't worked out, and I know the pitfalls, and I'm avoiding them by making the league 50 bucks. And then every year what we'll do is we'll present it to the – to the league members and be like, look, guys, do you want to jump up a little bit? And we get everybody that's collectively willing to spend a little bit more money. But right now I'm setting it 50 bucks. When we get in the draft day and we're like, oh, everyone cool with 100? If everyone's not, then we keep it 50. If so, be so. But the league will go on because it's cheap and it's for fun with, with a small cash prize at the end. 600 bucks, 600 bucks. Can we at least get a trophy? No. A title belt. I'm not putting any league money into a trophy. Because you won't even pay for a fucking initiation more than 50 bucks. This is a cheap league right off the rip. Point being is if I'm going to make everybody throw an extra 10, 20, it's not going to go through some fucking makeshift trophy that nobody gives a fuck about. At least People give a fuck about Dave, you can buy a trophy. I already have a trophy at my house for my league, in which I stopped putting the plates on after about year nine. But still, it's still a nice trophy. (laughs) People still get it. Nobody cares. My brother still has it. Dave doesn't even care about it. He doesn't fucking put the plates on it. I've been telling all the winners to put their own plates on. Yeah, we could do auction money for free agents. There's other ways that you could make uh, these leagues more money. If you want to trade in a keeper league, in a dynasty league, you got to pay. Both teams have to pay. Things like that. There's other ways we could do it. There's got to be, yeah, I was going to say, there's got to be multiple facets of ways to, I remember when I first started my archaic league, it was $5 per transaction. People would have to drop envelopes of money in my mailbox every week. 
I remember my boy Johnny, bro. He he picked up everybody under the sun. I would have wads of cash every Monday morning because this guy decided he wanted to go in on every single free agent, so he had to pay five bucks, five bucks, how five about bucks, this? five bucks. How about this? Instead of a trophy, how much does a trophy cost? I don't know. It could be 100 bucks, 100 maybe. bucks. Buy a fucking 20-inch flat screen TV and give that to the winner. Every year, get a TV, get a, get a video game, pick something out on Amazon, get a card. And then Gucci's wall at his house would be lined with TVs because you'd win it every year. I didn't win one last year. <laughs> oh, God. My anyway. fantasy acumen speaks for itself. I don't care. Championships don't, don't translate into fantasy knowledge all the time or vice versa. It just doesn't. You have to get lucky, and everybody knows that. And if you don't know that, then I don't know what the fuck you're doing. All right, well, this went off the rails. Case in point, Dave's uh, points against are like a thousand points less than mine in baseball. Lucky, unlucky. See, no, no. The funny part is, is when you're like, I looked at my points against, and I like my odds, and I'm like, you're not playing defense. You can't decide how many points you're going against. There's nothing to do with it. Understand Zero that, but, to do but with do it. Do you get what I'm saying? Is that t- things over the course of a baseball season. They tend to even out a little bit because I don't know. Played, I'm ten and two, so there's no be, level out there. I'm because just I've good. Played, because I've played against. I'm gonna go ten and ten. Now. Bl- I know it. I play against teams that blow up almost every week. To That's me, just luck. I ran into some hard luck. So if it's like this, if it's like in baseball, if you're like, okay, this guy, right? I'll give you a very good example. Let's just say he's batting 200. He's got a, a, up a hundred times. He's gotten 20 hits, but 12 of those outs were hard hit balls that he's like. He's the leading the league in in, in, in oh, no. understand. You're gonna so go there. You're, shh, shh, shh. Uh, so if I'm looking at it right shushed. there, if I'm looking at it, yes, because <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to finish. Ahead, if sorry. I'm looking at it right there, and I'm looking at like projecting fantasy players, and I'm thinking to myself, well, there's these guys are both batting 200, but I'm reading a little deeper into the analytics, and he's actually hitting the ball really hard. They're just going right to people. You can't control that in baseball, right? But understanding that, like, he's putting out the performances to win games. Like my points for are in line with everybody else that's at the top. My points against, they're not. So I think that if I keep scoring my points, I'm going to be just fine. I've, I'm 500 with very bad luck. If I get even a little bit better luck, I'm going to be in a good spot. That's where I draw my confidence from. It's not just random. Like I know I'm not, go, I'm not like having Juan Soto and Acuna go man the outfield against the guys I'm playing against, and like my players are going to play good D. But that's, that's what I'm saying. You're like, oh, they, they no, send the level no, out. I was like, you wait, understand, wait, now that what? I explained it, though, you get, you get the analogy, I, I understand right? the, the – I mean, I don't believe in this. I mean, I know people are – like guys like Toast and, and people, the analytically driven people, are going to be like, oh, man, hard hit ball. I'm like, you're okay. out. It's outs and out. <laughs> like, that's it. I mean, it is, though. It is, though. Correct, Dave. Like, but, like Stan but, hit but, one on the screws the other day. Is, but, and I'm going to be 110 honest. 110 exit so, below, so right to the shortstop. That's, just, that's <laughs> a fact. He hit it 100 miles an hour right so to I'm the shortstop. So I'm supposed to get excited about the fact that he hit the ball hard. What you're supposed to do is, if you're trying to project, and yes, this is exactly what you're supposed to do, right? Like, you're trying to project. Like so so if ball. I'm looking at guys, if I'm looking at, <laughs> if I'm looking at, let's just say I'm going to draft, like Major League Baseball prospects, right? Mm-hmm. Or let's just say... We're looking at a wide receiver, and we're like, okay, his quarterback sucked, but he's wide open every play. He doesn't have the stats, so he's not getting the catches. But, like, when you watch him on film, you're like, wow, he's really – he's better than everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're saying, like, the same thing, we'll, we'll use the baseball this year, Julio Rodriguez, the, the rookie. He had 13 – he had the most uh, – the most – Strikes called that on pitches outside of the strike zone for the first month, and he strike he struck out a lot, like an, an alarming amount. He struck out like when you look at it, you're like, oh, he struck out a lot. Like that's really bad. Like I'm I'm gonna shy away from him. But then if you read one paragraph below, and it's like, yeah, well, the most 
calls outside the strike zone in Major League Baseball were, were to him. Right, so you're like, okay, he struck out a lot, but he's getting some bad luck. Yeah, but you're his also way. looking for like a hope and a dream at that point. You're just no, like, you're looking like, for. Oh, well, no, you know, you're those looking, balls are a little bit more inside. No, no, he no. might be hitting them. What you're looking for, what you're looking for right there, is an anomaly to stand out. When you're trying to handicap a game or where you're trying to pick a prospect, you're trying to think of something like what doesn't look right here. Like something's off. He's supposed to be this good. What's off? Well, there it is. Okay, I have my reason. I, now I have faith in the player again. That's, that's how I do it. So if I'm looking at fantasy players, I'll do the same thing. When I'm trying to add a guy, I'll look at the analytics, and you'll see, well, this guy's actually making good contact. They're just going to people. So I'll, I'll trust that most of the time his good contact eventually is going to start falling as opposed to the guy that strikes out every time he's up, and that's why he's batting 200. Yeah, but I'm saying as far in regards to your, like your stats right now with all the, the runs against, and you're like things tend to even out, now you're expecting the, your opponent's their players not to perform the back half of the season because things level out. That's based off your. That's your argument. Well, it is. Well, I'm. I'm no. I'm. I'm expecting to just like if I look at the league average and every single week I'm in the top three scoring, but I lose. Like I'm like, well, well if I would have played thing. seven other teams, I would have won. So my my ratio. My dad do, says that all the time. He loses a fantasy football game because I would have beat the league. And well, I was like, well, yeah, to I me, understand. that's like something to draw upon. It's like, all right, my team isn't doesn't suck. I'm not not scoring points. I'm running into some some tough matchups, and that's just luck of scheduling. It's the same way as like if you hit the ball hard and there's a guy standing right there, it's kind of like, oh shit, I hit it really hard. That's unlucky. You know what I mean? Like you hit one to the warning track in softball. Warning you, track is you don't feel shitty about yourself. When you fucking lay, lay into one and it's like a line drive and the guy makes a good play, you're like, all right, everybody at least knows that I got good contact. You feel better about yourself. <laughs> you're talking about me, a 36-year-old guy talking about, warning track. I'm yes, talking I'm about excited. I'm talking about analogies to make you see the light. <laughs> okay. Right? This conversation can be pretty – you know what? I can almost bet every dollar that I have in my in my my whole life that this conversation will definitely pick up after the show. <laughs> yes, and you can't predict these things. You, you and it and it doesn't mean by any stretch that I'm going to win more games than I'm going to lose in the second half based on this. But you're asking me where my confidence comes from, and that's where. What where, is a PPPB league? What is that? I, I've seen that in the comments. Per pass block. Pass block. Oh, you son of a. See? He laughs. He laughs after all. All right. Let's when get they're funny, I laugh. This is funny. All right, great. Pass blocking. Zeke is the man. So, ladies and gentlemen, is. this is what? Dave will only participate. Pass, yeah. All right. Well, then that's it. I'll be the commissioner of that league, and I'll draft Zeke first overall. There you go. There you have it, folks. Oh, that's the second time I've been told that this week. What? Scoop saying I could sell a ketchup popsicle to... That's my line. But it's not. Neither, I said first I said it's, it's definitely not either of your lines. I mean, it's, it's from Tommy Boy. Yes. So, Imagine that. Yes. You like Tommy Boy? Yes. Okay. See, yes. we're getting somewhere here, folks. But thank you, Steve. Uh, yeah. No. I told him he should have went to law school. He would have been a fantastic right, fuck lawyer. It, I'm going to go. Fuck it. There it is. I'm done. Going. Chop Sports is done. I'll take control from here. He's going to go to law school, come back as a uh, uh, an agent. <laughs> He's going to come back as an agent. So for Stooge. Uh, Stooge. I mean. I pronounced my fucking name right <laughs> Just, that's the kind of day I'm having for Sturch. Imagine that. And that's Gooch over there. And Nick is behind the glass. This has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. <laughs> yes, Ken. I can get a good look at a T-bone by sticking my head up a butcher's ass, but I'd rather get the butcher's word for it. Oh, damn it. I should have said bull. It's got to be your bull. Wow. That's it. That's a show. I'm done. I fucked up my own lines. I don't fuck up movie lines. I got to piss my... so bad. Damn it. So... Bullshit. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great day. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media.
Chop Sports Media. Yeah.